The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hey guys, just want to give you a disclaimer that this episode does contain profanity. So just want to give you a heads up before you hop into the episode. This episode does contain profanity. All right, back to the episode. Let me pause this, bro, because I'm over here, man, jamming out. Hold on. My bad. I was listening to this new Dreamville mixtape, bro. They just dropped. I'm like, bruh. Dreamville, huh? All right. Bruh. <laughs> Who's on it? Oh, man. He got a uh, boss. Boss always been going oh, hard. Jid is my new favorite, bruh. Like, Jid has been going off, bro. J-I-D, bro. Uh, did you see that freshman um thing he did with... Uh, I don't even know what the other guy name was. Did you see that freestyle? Um, what year? It was um. Let me type it in, bro. He straight murdered, bro. And you knew he murdered because he turned a mic into a bazooka after he got done um rapping. <laughs> <laughs> he pointed it at the dude and just was like, Phew. "I was like, bro, you a you a savage for that, bro." But it's just crazy. I I, I love the growth, man. I feel I, honestly, I feel like um. Uh, it was J.I.D. and Ski Mask, the slum guy. I don't know who that yeah. is. It was like three years ago. But um, I feel like Kendrick, man, I feel like he doing something behind the scenes, bro. He being real sneaky right now. He being too sneaky right now. He, I don't know where the he fuck being that, too sneaky, bro. And I'm just no, like, man, no I don't know. You you the plug, bro. Like you you connected with uh with my man Kendrick, bro. So you let us know what's going on. I don't know, man. I feel like he just became like God and just started to make all this nice shit and then leave. <laughs> Man's decided to not even say bye. He's just right. out there. What is he doing? Is he trying to build Wakanda? Like, what is up to, like, what is he on, bro? Oh, How's it been, man? You all right? I've been good, man. I've been good, bro. I actually, uh, I've been doing a lot of reading on Zodiac signs lately. And really? um, I've been looking up my sign, like Virgo, what does it mean? They said, like, Virgos are perfectionists. They could be nitpicky sometimes. They can um, be real driven, um, real laid back. They are earth sign. So they like real laid back. And, like a couple of other stuff. I was just reading a whole bunch of different articles today while I was at work and um, just trying to figure myself out a little bit. And like, I was like, hmm. I was like, some of it is true, bro. Like, I never was into the zodiac sign stuff, but like some of the stuff I was like, okay, I can see that. I can see that. Um, but it was just interesting to me, just like, just the different characteristics of it. But other than that, um, I just been real low key, man. I've been working out a lot more. So that's cool. Good. Playing with my dog a little bit. Me and my wife, um, she had an appointment today for the baby. And um they got her sent to it, right? That's crazy, bro. I'm about to be a dad. What kind of nigga are you going to be? <laughs> Who am I? Who am are I? you now? <laughs> bro, that's wild though. Are you gonna be a great dad then? I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. It's crazy, man. We having a baby girl, bro. Other than that, man, just trying to wrap my head around that. Just the fact that I'm about to be a dad. And uh, I was thinking uh, while I was at work this week, I was like, man, I should add a segment in there like dad jokes. And I was like, nah, that's lame. Not yet, though. Not yet, bro. I was like. Once it comes out, man, you can make them dad jokes. Those are. 
I'm gonna test it out. I'm gonna test it out with you. Uh, the, so a termite walks into a bar and he says, "Hey, where's the bartender?" What? Nah, I, I, I'm gonna say it. Where's the bartender? Yeah, like the wood is like the the type of wood tender. Oh, bartender! Oh my god, <laughs> bro, you stupid <laughs> fuck. So I'm working on them, bro. I'm working on them, and then. It, it must have been a sign because when I was thinking about it, I walked into the bank. You know, they got the money counters. So yeah. on one of them was broken and somebody had wrote on a sticky note, my name is Bob Marley because I be jamming. I was that like, is a sign that's, that's clever, bro. That's clever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, I was just dying. About, I was thinking about that for like an hour. Just like, bro, that's hella clever. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, bro. I'm just in the back of the truck laughing about it. Like that's a look at lover. But uh, other than that, man, um, that's been pretty much it. Uh, what about you, man? How you been, dog? Me, I'm pretty straight. Nothing crazy. Um, just trying to get through work, trying to figure out exactly what I'm doing. My moving. I'm having some. Oh, fun. you moving, bro? Yeah, I'm moving. I did not know purpose. that. Congratulations, man. It's not a big deal. It's just getting out of one place, going to another, really. Ain't nothing crazy. That's legit. I'm not, like, moving with my cousin somewhere. Like, how far is it from your location that you are now to where you got to move to? Uh, I don't know. 10 miles. It's not really that far. It's like, I mean, it's like maybe 10 minutes away from my normal house or, like, 30 minutes away from the beach. So, Yo. It's like a, it's like a, like a condo or something. No. I know, man. You, you being humble, bruh. You being humble, nah. my dude. It ain't put together yet, man. That's why I'm not too excited about it because some yeah. people are just, they're not as fast as the shit with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're trying to get it done and they're scared. You're also scared because they're, they're the ones who's supposed to be with you on it. You're like, right? <laughs> who's in charge here? Like, bro, is it me? That's real, bro. Because I thought it was 50 50. I really thought I, it was. I, 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 I really I thought it was fifty one forty nine. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, don't expect me to be the voice of reason here. It ain't yeah. me. I'm trying to just. I don't know. Nah, that make a, that make perfect sense though, bro. I totally understand that. When you going fifty fifty with somebody? It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? It's that man. It's that gray area kind of because it's like, bro. I'm counting on you. You know what I'm saying? Um, you're supposed to be counting on me. I feel like I'm pulling my load, but yeah, I don't necessarily know about you. I'm still a little iffy about you. Like, hey, man, like, yeah, exactly. what's going on? Bro, like, it's making me scared now that I don't feel like pulling my load no more. Because you, you You're not expressing the same kind of shit that I am. You know what I mean? Like, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, man. It's, it's scary. Rough, man. It is, though. It's scary. But that's the problem with dealing with a lot of with dealing with people, man. You never know exactly what they're going to do or if they're going to back in or out or something. But it's more important to not feel angry at that type of show or just, you know, because I guess letting it dwell is not healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be like, hey, you betrayed me on this one time. I told you to help me out. I'm never going to talk to you again. But but should you adopt like the samurai mentality to where it's just like, yo, you exiled, bro. And if we catch you over here in this tribe again, you're going to get the cantata. You know what I mean? It's your latch. It's yeah. your latch, bro. I, 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 that depends, man. If you're that type of guy, bro, you better be on point forever. Like, <laughs> if I catch you doing anything wrong ever, I'm going to catch you on that. Be like, bro, he keep not tried, but look at him picking his nose at one time, and then they know that shit is over, bro. I'm never let you live that down. If I'm going to be embarrassed, you got to be embarrassed, too. I feel That's that. Exactly. I definitely how it goes. feel Because, you know, who are you to judge me? That's true, though. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, is your you and your cousin are y'all the same age or he like a little bit younger? Or they're a little, they're a little younger. Yeah, a little younger. And that's a little worrying. They're, they're cool dudes, but one of them is kind of a party guy. The other one is you know, kind of wishy washy on most things. You don't know who to trust, man. These niggas could be on one thing at one time, all yeah. another thing at one time. But I, I, I got nobody, nobody else, bro. I ain't complaining. I think that's uh, real on your part, though, man, because you actually going in the family. Like you, ain't, yes, you ain't immediately just outsource it. Like you went to the family, right. which I think is, I think I commend you on that, bro, because that's a real move to do. Well, I feel like I can, I can, I can beat on my family a little better than I can just beat on. You know what I mean? Like true. If, if any problems, we can just fight it out like we usually do. But you know, if I got like a roommate, roommate, like, the police would be involved. Yeah. Be like, oh, oh my god! I ain't trying to hell that. But with family, we, we're used to just something. So it's that kind of business. Like you said, you got your sisters, your brothers, and then you get you got your cousins too. Like like you said, like you and your family dynamic, y'all able to, y'all have more leniency on how y'all communicate and then like the moves y'all can make than versus right. going and outsourcing it. Me, on the other hand, like my cousins, the, we ain't even that close. So we'll have to build a mm-hmm. rapport first and then, right. be, you know what I'm saying? Then, Before we even, yeah. I am very lucky to have family members that are old enough and smart enough to, to know what they, they, they want. Shit. I mean, like, they're, they're working, they're working through it. I, like I said, they're not bad people. They're just, you know, they're rough to, it's just like sometimes they, they don't think like my dumb ass. So immediately I make that negative for some reason. That's the kind of person <laughs> I am. And I mean, I'm like, God damn it. Work on <laughs> I think it's just, um, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, I wouldn't say maturity, just different life experiences. You know what I mean? Like uh, we went through, um, I guess we went through that phase a little bit earlier and um, I look at it now from the perspective of like, all right, cool. Maybe because reading those horoscopes, it was like you have to as a Virgo, you have to learn to relax like you will nitpick over. You want to be perfect so much that like you won't even let yourself relax a little bit. It's just work, work, work. And then you'll do the same thing to others. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want to make them into perfectionists, too. See, that's what I like about you, bro. You really are. You're good at really perfecting the craft you're trying to perfect. Me, I would just half-ass my entire life like that. Just, I'm not good at it. And you know I mean, like, you, you never go half-ass on anything. You always try your best to accomplish whatever you're trying to do. Nah, you go man, full ass. Full you understand ass. Me? Full ass. We were just talking about that a couple episodes back about working your ass off. Full Work ass. ass. <laughs> Yeah, I like that, man. I appreciate that, though, man, because I think it's, de- it's definitely needed, bro. Um, And I always say, bro, like, man, I enjoy talking to you, bro, because you um, you balance me out. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think I can handle two of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I had me to talk to, I don't think that would work. Like, you you would perfect ba- balance. I might be like, and the world needs to do this, and it needs to be like that. you like, really, bro? Like, do it? Does it really need that? And it's like, hmm. That's- you know what I'm saying? That's what everybody, everyone says that. Uh, is that good? It Does is. Anyone actually enjoy that shit? It I, is for me, I, bro. I, I was told literally just a couple of days ago how fucking obtuse I've been. <laughs> just, the, just, the, just, uh, just the people I've already met, I've never met before. I've just been completely object. Uh, like I've never, never. I, I just crush dreams and I'm too straightforward. All this bullshit I heard, bro. I don't think anyone actually enjoys should I be saying? Because <laughs> I, I mean, do. I've been getting compliments on you from the podcast, actually. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, believe that. I promise you, bro. 
I've definitely been getting compliments on you. Uh, they actually enjoy listening to you and like they laugh a lot more when you're on a podcast. So I was like, bro, that's dope, man. Like, I like that. I have to add, man, I enjoy your um your pro- your thought process because like I said, it's so different than mine. It gives me like it makes me um think about what I'm saying. And like it don't you, you're not a yes man. You know what I'm saying? And I and you need that in life. Like you're not a yes person. You're not just going to say yes because people you don't want to make people feel uncomfortable or anything like that. Like you give people the truth. And I think you need that, man, because so many people are so used to like saying a certain thing or like saying a certain topic. People agreeing just so they don't uh, ruffle any feathers. That's what it is. You actually like you air it out. And I like that, bro. Well, I appreciate you. man. I, I hope I'm not getting too big on it. I really, I'm trying to make I, I, I don't want people to just immediately hate me before I'm able to explain myself. You know what I mean? I feel like you can hate me after I after yeah. I tell you. Don't just immediately come off like, man, he's an asshole. Let's never ever listen to anything he says ever again. I'm like, wait a minute. There's some gems in there you gotta listen to. I say some smart stuff sometimes. Don't immediately just tell me out. That's what I'm be like. I was uh that that story that, that what you just said reminded me of a story I heard. <clears throat> it was a podcast I was listening to with Bun B, and he was saying how uh, he was in a studio with Puff, um, P Diddy. And he was like, he had his beat. Bumby had his beat that he wanted P. Diddy to listen to. And he like hyping it up like, bro, this is fire. You got to listen to it, man. This is hot. And he said Puff didn't even get up from the seat. He was just like, is it though? He was like, yeah, man, you got to check it out, bro. This is the hottest thing ever. And Puff was like, no, is it though? And then Bun was like, let me go back and just listen to it again. Let me- <laughs> yeah, man, maybe. It's like, oh, maybe it wasn't. I like that. I like that. That reminded it, it me. It keeps you on your bro. fucking toes. I like that. <laughs> I was like, bro, if that's not Ramirez, man, that's fire though. Because I need you need that sometime, man. I think it's necessary, bro. You know what I'm saying? We went over the weeks and everything like that. Um, let's see what else I had written down here, man. Oh, so the segment of the week, man, like Black History Month, uh, great moments in Black History, right? The head. Mm-hmm. And Bun B brought this to my attention. It's like the head nod when you on the street, you walking down the street, you see another black man or another black dude. You give him the head nod, and it's like, all right, cool, what's up? You know what I'm saying? How you doing? Whatever the right. case may be. And I mean, I dap you up or nothing like that, but like the head nod signifies like, hey, I'm not a threat, or like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Everything's yes. cool. And if you don't receive one back, now you on guard, or like now you feeling the kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what's yes. up? Like, what's up with dude? So like. How do you how do you think that like black gestures? That's really the thing. I think great moments in black history would be black gestures. And one of them is the head nod. That's what I enjoy. So I agree with you completely. The head nod has been something we've debated for a little while. You and I, scientists of the black community, we have debated on this for a while. We, we've come to the conclusion, yes, the head nod is a confirmation of two people coming, two people acknowledging each other. I think it's acknowledging power levels. I think that a head nod is only good for acknowledging that somebody knows that you are a threat and they wish not to be bothered, which is why when you do not receive that head nod, you get real scared because you're like, wait a minute, are we fighting? Is this, is this a thing? Thanks. Like, what, what, what are we up to? Because I'm, because when I be like, yo, what up? And the niggas just stare at me, I immediately go into fight or fight mode and I'm like, oh, this man, he seems upset. Right. I guess I have to do something about it. Or if you do a head nod back, I'm like, Okay, this man and I are good for now. I have not upset him in any way yet, so I need not be on guard. And 
you know what it really boils down to is a lack of actual communication skills in the black community because mm. <laughs> we, we shouldn't have to rely on physical gestures right <laughs> to express whether or not we're in the mood to be sociable i because what do what do other communities do when they mm. see another person people smile that's true the smile is the is the is like the I guess you could say general thing to where like when you yeah. smile at somebody, it's like, all right, cool. They're cool. You know what they're I mean? They're cool. The head nod is more like, like you said, the head nod is more like, oh, he's not a threat for now. You know what I'm saying? For now. Because you don't never sure. smile. Like you don't never grin at somebody in head nod. It's always just like, right. Two seconds. What up? Yeah. And if you smile and head nod, like grin and shit and head nod at the same time, I feel like that's a little too friendly. You might get, you know, categorized something else. You might. It, like, it makes you look suspicious. Yeah, are you like a are you like a male prostitute? Like what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? Are you sending, I'm not in the mood. You signal you sending another signal. Like what's going on? I'm not. Yeah, what signals anymore. are we sending here? <laughs> I think that's legit, man. Like what what other black gestures are there? Like you got the head nod, you got the pound. Like when you do the pound, the pound. um, is the peace sign like a, a black gesture? Like or is that something that we adopted? So where's the peace sign come from? Does it come from... They, like, throw up the deuces, like, chunk up the deuces. But did you know that the peace sign doesn't mean the same place in every in every culture? Oh, no, I didn't you know, know that. I did not know that. So in Japan, you know how they put two fingers up? They, they, you think it's peace. Yeah. But to them, it's, it means V for victory. So that, yeah, every time you see a Japanese person put their two fingers up in a, in a peace sign with their pointing forward, it doesn't mean peace... It, it means victory is what it means. Like I won. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I may be paraphrasing that, but I'm, I'm almost positive the V means, it doesn't mean peace. It means V for victory. That's crazy, man. I never thought of, I never knew that, man, which is crazy. Cause like in my head, I'm thinking like, all right, you like, Oh man, dang, they so nice. Like, yo, what's up, bro? Or I'm winning at life. <laughs> I'm winning at life right now. So I'll put up the, I'll put up the peace on. But meanwhile, we point our fingers Away from us and say and point the fist towards the person, put up the two two the two fingers and be like, that's deuces. I mean, we either good or I mean, why does it also mean goodbye? Like Yes, what, what yes. That which is which is really true, man, because it's like when somebody be like, All right, bro, I'm out. I throw up the peace sign too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, yeah. Which is crazy. Sometimes I don't even say goodbye. I, I replace my goodbye with the two with the peace sign. Right? That's crazy to me, man. Uh, and I just thought when he mentioned that about the head nod, I was like, it made me just think about other black gestures. So we got a pound, we got a peace sign, we got mm-hmm. a head nod. With the handshake, when you like slap, yes. it, you know what I'm saying? The actual handshake itself. Yes. Which is the pound, like, so it goes in levels, right? You could chunk mm, up, you yeah. could do the head nod, which is like stranger. You're a stranger. I don't know you at all. Mm. I just don't want no problems. Then you got the peace sign, which is like, all right, cool. I done seen you a couple of times. What's up, bro? And then you got the dap up, which is like, okay, you cool with Ramirez. I done seen you a couple of times. Like, you cool, bro. And then the That's actual right. embrace of the handshake itself is like, yo, you 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 in there now. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you you we, there, we are, bro. We are damn near family. I, I don't know how close or else we could get without this getting a little too aggressive. You know what I mean, like, that. some powerful stuff in the gesture. It really is, though. Like, we joking, but it's like, that's a real thing, bro. Like, that's a real thing in the black community, man. And uh, I just was just thinking about it because it's like, it's so real. I, I do it so often and it's only with our community. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really do that outside in like other environments or like other uh, cultures. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
when I'm in, when I'm in my homes or like when I'm with my family and my friends, it's like, yo, that's what we doing. Like somebody come in the room, like, hey, what's up, bro? We slapping hands. We, you know what I'm saying? We saying what's up, and it's just showing love. Like that's what I call it. Like, hey, man, my man showing me love. Or, you know what I'm saying? Show him some love. And uh, I was just like, bro, that's crazy, bro, because it means so much. Like it has so much meaning in the community. I know, man. It's a lot of stuff like that. It really I, is. Do you ever, a lot of this, I, I, I want to restate what I said about the lack of communication. Said gestures are a good way for us to communicate. What I meant, another way you can look at it is maybe it's like a, an, an innate thing from when we were during slave times when we couldn't speak our, 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 mm. our plans out to people. Maybe a head nod would mean the plan starts tonight, or maybe it means like we are a goal for the escape. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just literally thought of that. I was like, what if it's like a, an old style um, way of communicating back from when we when the, had to escape our, our bonds and stuff. That make what a lot of sense. That? that make a lot of sense though. Like, because you can't really talk or express yourself. You got to be covert about it. You covert about everything. Just like they did with the, um, the old, the spirituals and everything like that, like the songs. They would hide, exactly. they would encrypt things into the songs to let people know, like, okay, cool. And nobody ever knew. Secret messages, and nobody knew. That's crazy. Which makes me think, like, bro, you're like, that's some really amazing stuff to do. I just think that's fire. I think that's amazing because it's like, yo, it just shows how innovative we are. And um, it's universal. So, like, whatever hood you go to, bro, like, or whatever neighborhood you go to, whatever area you go to, I feel like those gestures are universal in that community, in the black community. Uh, people we met in the military, like we meet other black people and we could do the handshake, we do the head nod. Yeah. They knew what it meant. Another great moment in black history that I would say was today I was at a fast food chain uh, and I was delivering money there or I was going to pick up money there. So I walked in a, I walked in a um, location and I walked my normal path right behind the counter. And I had to stop because it was a high chair there and it was a baby there and somebody bought their baby to work. And I just thought that was so cool, man, because the, the whole like the restaurant, it was all black staff. And mm-hmm. I thought it was legit that they allowed whatever the management was, they allowed the employee to bring their baby to work. And I was like, I, I don't think that would have happened in any other environment unless it was like an all black um, staff, because it's like, yo, I looked at it as them looking out. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bring your baby to work. Um, and it's two ways you can look at that. Let me find my points. Get the baby a job so they can make double income. <laughs> that That's too, what I'm thinking about. It could have been like, like starting them early. Starting them early. That's why I'd be like, now you're indebted to me for life. <laughs> you know you know no other way. You'll be back. They always come back. I practically raised you. Uh, literally. Girl like I thought you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it was just like uh, the baby was cool. It wasn't like crying or anything like that. The baby was actually enjoying it, like chilling. Uh, it could have turned into somebody losing their job. You know what I mean? And it taught me like True. having compassion, having understanding, and then pushing through obstacles. Um, because True. the lack of childcare, like yo, the manager was compassionate enough or understood enough. Like, hey, you know what? Don't you know? What I'm saying, don't miss out on this money. Don't miss out on these hours. Just bring it to work, and we'll figure it out from there. You know what I'm saying? And I just That's was like, cool. right? I thought it was pretty dope, man. So uh, those were my two segments, dog. I thought it was cool. I wanted to ask you a question about your city, bro. Like, have you ever walked outside and your whole entire neighborhood or the whole entire city smell like straight butt? 
<laughs> straight butt. You know, it's funny. I almost died in my car driving home <laughs> once because there was some kind of gas leak going off in one of the in one of the factories near my near my job. I don't know what it was. I I was like, is my AC going out? Why do I smell nothing but methane? Am I dying? And I was going to die, but. They fixed it because I remember the, the next the, the next day I was like I don't smell that shit no more so obviously they fixed it <laughs> and I'm like I knew it was in my car but man oh man it, it, it got intense bro I ain't gonna lie to you <laughs> how does it cover like a 50 mile radius you know what I'm saying like how does the wind carry only the bad sense that far <laughs> how could it do that like but it'd be tricking you man. I don't know, bro. It just caught me off guard because it's like, I, pre- I appreciate you understanding that because some people are like, what? What are you talking about? Maybe it's you. It's like, no, bro, I shower. It's just, it's yeah, not that, me. Thank you. How dare you? <laughs> Who side are you on all of a sudden? <laughs> I come to you about my problems and you say, baby, it's you. I'm like, what? That could you imagine? You feel me? I get what you mean, though. You I know, talk, exactly. Right. Whoever listening to this podcast, if you work for the city, Please drop in the <laughs> drop in the comment and let us know like why does that happen or like why let, does that happen? Please, because we trying to we trying to understand, man. We just want to know for our peace of mind. Please, just warn me next time. Yeah, just warn us next time, man. And I gotta okay. I gotta add this in here. I want to thank everybody for all the streams and all the um listeners that we've been we've been gaining, man. Like we the streams been going up every week, like literally the streams and the followers been going up every week. So we appreciate you guys, man. And uh, we're making ch- like like we we listening to you guys, man. So it's like keep keep listening, keep sharing it, keep liking it, and also leave some comments. Um, whether it's on Spotify, um, always at the end of the podcast, we drop the links to all our things, and I got the links in the bio on all our social media pages. So drop some comments, man. Get these ratings up, and continue to like, share, and um, and subscribe, man. That's all we ask. All we ask. It's really a blessing, bro. It is. Whole thing. Whole experience been truly a blessing to be able to speak about my feelings on things and listen to the opinions of people brighter than I am. It's great. It really is. Man. It really is, dog. Like, and who would have thought? Like, we I, rem- I remember the first day I met you, bro. Um, we was in the LVSR. You was in the LVSR. And I asked them, they was like, Hey, you you're gonna be in this truck number. You uh you going to uh it might have been Lance Corporate Ramirez. And I'm like, all right, cool. Never seen you before ever. Like, I just like, okay. I walk out to the deadline. I find a truck number. You sitting in the truck working. And uh, we sit in that. We sit down in the truck. And I think he was, I want to say you was on the passenger side. I was I hopping on right. the driver's side. And uh, we just like, I asked you what you was working on. You told me. And then I might've just asked you a question. Like, hey bro, where you from? And the conversation just started from there, man. And uh, we ended up going out that night, having a good time. You met Gonzo. And from then on, bro, from then on, man, we just been cool ever since. But I I will never forget that day, bro. Oh, yeah. When I met you in, in, in that, what was LVSR, I think? Yeah, it was yep. raining, I think, whatever. I remember, man. I just wanted to make sure. I really wanted you to, I don't know. I felt a kinship with you, man. I, I didn't want you to feel like the world was against you in this place, in that place. Coming in for your, for your unit, man, just. Who would, have not, who would have thought you would have been the one helping me out the whole time? <laughs> but I really didn't want to just leave you be a lonesome. I knew you would have, I, I had a feeling you would have figured it all out regardless of me, but I'm glad that I was able to just be there. I appreciate that, you man. Were, it was a crazy experience, man. It couldn't have been, it would have been way worse without you. Bruh, I'm telling you, I don't think I would have made it, man. Like, <laughs> I, I remember the uh, first day 
um, me and Gunzo got to the island. Um, we walking up that huge hill by our barracks, and somebody just screams out the window like, "This place sucks!" And I remember <laughs> we just like thinking, like, "What are you talking about? Like the beach is right there. Like, what are you talking about?" And then right. uh, two years later, we screaming the same thing: "This place oh my God. sucks!" That it all went full circle. <laughs> full circle, bro. Crazy man, it's crazy. It wasn't even the place. It, it was wasn't. the way. It, it was how we had to deal with the place. Yeah. It, it wasn't a vacation and other people were making it so hard for the locals to even enjoy our company, bro. It, it was, the whole thing just felt strange. It did. It, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, me too, man. But, I loved it, bro. The distance, the thing that got me was the distance, how close the base was to that barbershop and then how close right. that base was to the beach. Like we literally could beach. walk one block and be on the beach, bro. Amazing. Buy Japanese beers and just oh cook my god, grilled food. Moving on to something serious, dog. Like I could ramble all night about that, man. I got stories for days. But um, oh, yeah. consider whether something is really your responsibility, if it's productive, and how much joy it would bring to your life. And what got me thinking about that was discipline, right? Discipline, pleasure, and um, discipline and pleasure. Really, those two, those two topics. And I was like, all right, discipline creates habits that evolve into routines, which become lifestyle. And then you have to pair discipline with small sacrifices so you can better your future. Right. And uh, the question that I'm posing is what level of discipline or dedication must I reach to get to the level I'm seeking? I was watching the J. Cole uh, documentary and he referenced how comfort can work against you once you reach a certain level. And then that's when I asked that question, like, all right, cool. So what level of discipline must I have to reach a level to where I'm so, you know what I'm saying? I reach, I reach a comfort level. What do you think about that? Does that make sense? And then what comes to yeah. mind when you hear that? So the level of discipline, hardcore enthusiasts would argue that a hundred percent discipline at all times. It's the level you must reach to truly reach your goals. Right. And, you got the the discipline is every day. It's a they would say that's what they would say. They would say the discipline is every day. You can't take a day off from the gym. You can't you know uh, you can't eat the food that you like anymore. It's over. All that's over. The whole life has to be a certain way in order to achieve to be the best at what you at what you are. And I mean, to some that's people true? that's hard. I I, I I guess it depends on the person. Because can somebody truly reach one hundred percent discipline all the time? And I know they can because there are some people who just like there are boxers who never needed a bed and just slept for only a couple <laughs> hours and like then just worked in the in the in the in the, in the works all day. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they became they became the best they could. They, they became the best ever because of their work ethic. True that. What do you think? I think like I was watching this interview on Ronnie Coleman and Ronnie Coleman is like one of the best bodybuilders that ever were. This dude reached 300 pounds, bro. 300 pounds, 0.33% body fat. Like, how is that possible? Right? 300 pounds. I'm talking about my dude is man. And he a black dude, bro. Massive, bro. Straight massive. I'm talking about is he looked like a walking human hook. But anyway, um, he was saying how like he would for 10 to 12 weeks, strict diet he would eat probably like he said he would drink two to three gallons of water because he was working out so hard he would eat like a pound of chicken each meal and he would do that for like 10 to 12 we'd work out an hour and a half each day 
and just have super discipline in that area of his uh working out. No, no cheat meals or nothing. And then once his competition was over and he won, mind you, he won Mr. Olympia eight years in a row. So after he eight years, <laughs> eight, eight years, <laughs> no other human being was that level for eight. No years? other human being, bro. Are eight you kidding years. me? That he beat Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think Arnold had six. He had eight. That is nuts. He would just have this unmatched discipline in that in that one area working out. And then for three months from um, September, October, November and December, he would eat whatever you want. He wouldn't work out. You know what I'm saying? He would just give himself that break because he needed it. So what comes to mind with me is like, I think the people that reach levels of greatness, like J. Cole and Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? I'm a J. Cole fan. You're a Kendrick fan. And it's like, I don't think they are disciplined in all areas of their life, though. I think you have like one area that you just beat, like you just pressing the gas. You know what I'm saying? You just killing the game. Um, Right. But I don't think you could be a be disciplined in all areas. I think it just only works in one or two areas. Um, that's my take on it. So I think like I have to choose what area want to what, what area I want to be disciplined in and go after that. Oh, okay. What do you think the area would be? Right now, it, I would say it would be like I said, it's one or two. So right now, I would say it would be uh podcasting, and then it would okay. it would drop down because I wouldn't have as much discipline in it. But working out would be next because I'm still struggling with that. So right, I, I well. you know what I'm saying? And what about yourself? Like, what would you say for yourself? Discipline, I have to be a self-reflection. This mm-hmm. is a lazy way of just saying, trying to figure yourself out, constantly critiquing, never accepting the way you are now, constantly thinking of ways you can be better at. I mean, that's me. So I, I just, that's why I'm mostly focusing on my, my, own, my energy at is really looking inward and trying to figure out what kind of man I'm trying to what you just said, you said you looking inward to figure out what kind of man you're trying to be. And I don't think a lot of right. people do that, bro. Like just that statement, you you saying that statement, like who who thinks about what kind of person they want to be? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's a normal thought for a lot of people. It's just like, hey, bro, it is what it is. I'm living and YOLO. You know what I'm saying? And I may be wrong. Like, I may be generalizing, but I don't think a lot of people ask themselves that question. Like, what kind of what kind of person do I want to be? You know you what I'm saying? I do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but like, you know, birds of a feather birds of a feather flock together. So it's like True. You feel me? But I don't think like you you seek out now, don't get me wrong. It probably is a lot of people that do that. You know what I mean? But the only person I know like that is uh you and then my buddy James. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um Irv. So it's like those are the only three other two other people that I know, two or three. Me personally, I feel like self plays a lot a majority of that role. It's up to me to seek out the knowledge. It's up to me to do the work. It's up to me to get the results. But I kind of have a struggle with that because I struggle with myself. I get distracted. I procrastinate. You know, life gets in the way. And then I make choices or I may not make the correct choice. And then I have to deal with those results as time go on. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's kind of like the um, yin and yang, I guess, of it. And that's the perfectionist thing I was talking about you with earlier. It's like, I want to be so perfect, but it's like, bro, you can't do that. You have to go through mistakes. You have to you have to learn your lesson. Moving on to my next point, which is what do you think the difference is between pleasure and happiness? I would say happiness is a little deeper than pleasure. Anything to be pleasurable in the moment. You could be smacked by uh, by a female. I think that's you know, and you kind of pleasure in that only in the moment because you needed some kind of excitement in your life. Like it's so pleasure is very 
it's very specific to a certain person. Like, what do they take pleasure in? Mm. But, I mean, I, there has to be a correlation between pleasure and happiness because through pleasure, you can experience happiness. But if you're happy, just being happy gives you pleasure. Or sometimes being depressed gives you pleasure. I know a lot of people who like drama. Drama gives them pleasure. Mm. But that's not exactly happiness. It's just uh, there's different things that make people happy, but they may, I mean, different things that cause pleasure to people. It may not be the emotion of happiness, you know. What I mean, I, I guess that's too existential. Existential. The, the the main goal. Of what I was trying to say about what you asked is, I have no idea. <laughs> nah, the, bro, that made a lot of sense. That's just that was just kind of hippie talk. I was just saying, like, who knows what the correlation really is? But that was just my opinion on it. Like, different people experience happy. I mean, pleasure differently, and th- th- those different pleasures could either be, you know, could make them happy, or the depression could make them happy. I mean, I don't know. No, nah, just mumbo jumbo, man. Who knows? <laughs> it made a lot of sense, though, bro. Because I'm like, yo, that's I, real, though. I hope it did. Because I, I have no faith that it did. <laughs> what I had written down was, um, ple- like, Master P said this. He said, um, I was watching, I think it was Big Boy uh, Radio. He had done an interview with him. And he said, pleasure is damn near free. You could get pleasure from scra- scratching your back on the wall, but you can't get that same love from it. I was like, damn, that's true. You know what I'm saying? And I and to your point, like people can look at and I have mixed views about Instagram. Um, I know a lot of people have mixed mixed feelings about it. And I don't think it's necessarily the app or the 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 product that's bad. I think it's on how you use it and then what are you using it for. But anyway, mm. Instagram, for instance, like people post seductive photos or people fo- post their lifestyle and their flashiness just to get pleasure out of getting a like or getting thousands of likes. Right. You know what I mean? But that's temporary because it's just online. And then in reality, they may be depressed. They may be unhappy. And I think for me, like happiness is more long-term. Exactly. Deeper. It's deeper. stronger, I think. For a long time, until he said that, I thought they were the same thing. I thought pleasure and happiness meant the same thing. Like, bro, they both make me feel good. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) That's it, bro. I can't like be simple. Why can't life be simple, bro? Recently, I read something that said feeling better isn't a substitute for doing better. And I was like, hmm. I was like, yo, like, that's crazy, man, because we want to feel better in a moment without facing a problem or dealing with something that makes us uncomfortable. And uh, when we do that, we would rather feel good and then like 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 actually fix it because it's hard to deal with that. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's hard to deal with some certain things. So it is like you want that pleasure in that moment to just relieve you. You know what I mean? But it's going to keep reoccurring. And what's going to bring you true happiness is either dealing with that problem or finding something that's, uh, like you said, deeper. And that brings you more purpose. Uh, to that point, so I hope that made sense. Like I feel like I was mumbo jumbo right there. But no, I, no, no, no. I, I got you. What you mean? I, think, I, I understand exactly what you're talking. About. It's just like you said, it's just more long term and it's deeper. So, I mean, well, we're not like like I said, we aren't scientists or galaxy brains, so we don't know exactly what the logical term would be to connect it to. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But I do get what you mean. But that was pretty much I, it, I, man. I think that was it for me. Um. One more thing I'm going to add, and um, this is just something I was thinking about for myself. I'm really just saying this to myself and whoever it hit, it hit. Uh, People wake up 4 a.m., you know, just to camp out in front of movie theaters or just to just to get a Black Friday sale. But they can't wake up that early for themselves to better their life. 
And you're going to be tired regardless. You know, if you, if you take, <laughs> if you take action or you don't take action, you're going to be tired regardless. And it's, it's not like you're going to get a million dollars and you're never going to be tired again. So why not be tired reaching and achieving your dreams? And the, th- the, the thought I came up with was like, yo, you can either be tired and broke or you can be tired and rich, you know? And that may, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I was just like, yo, like at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to be tired. That's never going to go away in my life. So it's like, I could be tired and just be like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to reach my goals. I'm going to be tired and just be like, yo, whatever it is, what it is. And um, right. that's not to say that you should just push yourself to the bone, but it is just say, maybe, maybe we all need to just give a little bit more effort. That's crazy. That's a great way of, you know, you're going to be tired regardless. You might as well be tired doing something right. Oh, maybe you do have a galaxy brain. Hey, friend. man, yeah, it's, it's coming together. May, got, maybe you do. It's incredible. I got a little star. Just one star. <laughs> what star? That's excellent. <laughs> oh man, but that's all I got, bro. Uh anything else you want to add? Like uh you want to leave us with some real talk and um or anything you got to get off your chest? Uh I would say one thing is if you're not having trouble in a social in a social situation, try to take uh your your uh, notes from other people. If you're having trouble not getting the outcomes that you if you want, try to look towards your friends and try to, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say copy their shit. But I mean, like, you know, get real, uh, understand exactly how they do it. Maybe it'll help you out. You know, it's not a lone game. You don't have to be alone trying to figure out your life. Okay. Just try to look for help in any way you can. For me, I would say uh, just sometimes grab a piece of paper, one side write problems, other side write solutions, and then just ask yourself, yo, what can I do about it? What can I read about it? And then who can I ask about it? Right. And that's it, man. Like, just go that's from it. there. So I appreciate you guys it. listening. Appreciate y'all. You all, all, all the people streaming again, all the people following, sharing it. Uh, appreciate you, Ramirez, dog, for giving me your time. Time is super important. So I appreciate you sharing that with me. And uh, to next week, man. See you guys next Thursday. If you like what you've heard or would like to send us feedback, Reach out to us at thoughtvisionmaterialize at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at underscore the Real Talk Podcast, Twitter at Real Talk Pod One, and Apple Podcasts and Spotify at The Real Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.